0: and bring in ministry-related books by Bishop Daichu links to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy.
1: He's Our eyes wait upon
2: On our feet, are you happy to be in church? Are you happy to be in church? Yeah, we've had a celebration for our mother, our pastor, our shepherd. Hallelujah! Last Tuesday was her birthday, and today we celebrated her, amen. So the celebration continues to the end of January, you know. And today, our pastor is in the house to preach to us. What a day it shall be. I want you to, to relax. To, to be attentive. If today is your first time, I want you to say, I want to say you are welcome to church. I want you to put your hands together. Let's welcome our pastor. E. S. Put your hands
1: together for he
2: holds everyone.
3: He holds my life. Jesus amen of Galilee. Where the rain or shine? Where the rain or
2: Thank you very much for the celebration and we just give it all to the lord hallelujah so thank you for every effort and every sweat and may you also be celebrated amen and amen let us pray father thank you for the word the word that is everything to us i pray lord that today you speak to our hearts i pray that you touch us in our inner person lord speak to us and help us in every phase of our lives, in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Do you have your Bible? You want to take it? And let's make our confession. We have so many services in this church, but it's only in this congregation that we make these confessions. It's working. Tell anybody, it's working for us. I don't know about the other people, but us here, it's working for us. Let's go. This is my Bible. Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today I'll be taught the word of God. I'll never be the same. Never, never, never. I'll never be the same. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you. Take your seat. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, we love. It. I love you too. Amen. Wow. Hallelujah. The time is far spent, so I'll just... (laughs) But first, let me give a couple of announcements. I really need you to listen to these announcements well, because there's a change you need to hear. Amen? Our fast continues into the second week. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday is as it was last week. 4 a.m. to 6 a.m. online five to seven right here until friday on friday we're going to have an all night amen and reverend francis nissi is going to be here he's going to take us through that all night I'm believing god that he'll have a word for you in this time amen And then on Sunday morning, listen well, please. Don't say you didn't hear. On Sunday morning, we are having one service. Uh One service. So I'm changing the time of the first service and changing the time of the second service. Are you getting it? Otherwise, if I don't do that, what will happen is that he'll come to the first service. Then the service will go, uh, then it will eat into this one. And when you come, the place to is full. So to prevent that from happening, I'm changing the time of the two services only for this coming Sunday. So I have put it down that 8 a.m. we are starting. They will be late. You will also be late. So all of us by 10 a.m. he's preaching here. I I hope you get it. By the time it takes them, yeah. Is it okay? Is it fair? will you try so that nobody you see, if not eh, the thing you see when they start to minister and stuff, it goes on, it goes on and before you are where Charlie, one service has, I mean you come and you have to find somewhere, no, so all of us will have changed, when I give them eight, I know ten o'clock before they are all here aha, uh-huh. are you seeing it then I give you also eight, by the time you wake up and say it's a different Sunday something, something, something and you organize yourself, you too you'll be here is it a good something so that he can minister to both congregations take his time and do everything then in the evening too we shall be here <laughs> that one to hold on oh i put 6 p.m. maybe you didn't know it but right now we have branches we have BTC branch geniusy branch ajeso branch uh, in fact, in Jinyasi, we have two branches. Yes. So the second branch, then we also have... Uh, people, you have to help me. We have Chumriasi branch. Then we have who? Uh, Asokori Pom branch. We also have who? Uh, we have Piedu branch. We have um, Domiabra. And then we have Amstead. And all of them, I've mentioned they will all be here in the evening. Let me tell you something that's painful. Something that's painful, eh, is to belong to a church. Then when the visitors come, they rather come and chop your seats. I, I think you get what I'm trying to say. I remember my father, my father used to be so cross on Christmas Day. He said, ah, he has been in the church there whole oh, year. Yes, somebody who's now coming for Christmas Day service only Have come take a seat. May that not be your portion. So we we'll start at 6. That way, you know that 6 means people will be coming, coming, coming. By seven, we're on our way. And we give him an evening. I am believing God that this year something different will happen to us. Yeah. So I hope that you'll be here and you will get your portion. Amen. Don't say, media, my portion is not on Friday. It's on Sunday morning. You don't know. You don't know when God will talk to you. I've told you the story of my in-law who used to go to church. She was diligent and she belonged to a church. In fact... I used to look at the church. I said, "Lord, thank you that the churches are different. I church every every single week, a month, they will do five days fasting, Monday to Friday. Sparrow, sparrow, sparrow. Crawl, crawl. The sparrow that we will do one in a year, and then we'll be recovering for the next two years. They were doing it every month. Then after that, then they will have what they call revival, always with a guest. One day, she had done the whole, all the five days as usual." Then, revival. On the second day, she said, I'm tired. She didn't go. That was the night the preacher who didn't know her walked through asking who is called and it was her name. Who is it? She was at home. It was something that never, never, never she was at home. Are you there? And I need to tell you that she died early. Yeah, she died from a gas explosion and I always wondered that, oh, Lord, were you going to say something that day? Or oh, you don't get what I'm saying? I, I, I just wondered because she was, oh, Charlie, first day in prayer, they often cry. I mean, we who said we're pastors in the house were very quiet because Charlie, her own was wilder than us. Cry, you can't come with your pastor something. Hey? Amen. What am I saying? Don't let it be you. Don't let it be you that you are sitting in the house, then they'll send you a text from here that your name has just been called. Because the man that I'm calling, you know I don't bring you any funny person. I will always bring you somebody who bless you, somebody who's accurate, somebody who's clearly a man of God. And he will mention your name plus your name. If you If you are not coming, he will add your phone number. If you are still not coming, he will add your mother's name, your father's name, your address. So that you know that it's you, 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 and nobody but you. Highly prophetic. So make sure. I mean, I'm coming for myself. Tell your neighbor me too, I'm coming for myself. So powerful so please remember next week sunday you know the sunday is the one that is the main change friday there, all night as usual when we are having an all night normal time but on the sunday one service starting at eight if you are late ah, nine you are here are you see? that's why i put it eight if i say nine you people will come at eleven <laughs> our clocks you know how it works so we have calculated all inside when we say eight so that if you are late at uh, nine, you are here. Found your place. Are you there? Yes. And receive something. And then Saturday, Sunday night. And I'm believing God that he will minister. And when he's leaving, he has nothing left. Yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. is it a good way to end the fast? Yes. Beautiful. Now, I also have to add that if you didn't take care of, a part in the fasting and prayer last week, try and join in this week. Partly because the way to increase your portion in a prophetic meeting is by your sensitivity. And what is affected when you fast and pray is your sensitivity. If you notice, sometimes when you fasted and prayed, you now hear God. Meanwhile, God has been talking since then. Yeah, but as you put aside something and pray a little more, the ear hears better. Are you there? So please take part, and by the grace of God, we will be blessed. Amen. Now, I'm just sharing with you for 20 minutes and we're going away. The film starts up already. Uh, if I went away, when they were, I said, uh, oh, then I can relax because they have preached the message, finish. It's the same. But I just wanted to give you, um, remember, we've been talking about serving the Lord. Amen. It's a great thing to serve the Lord. And sometimes when you see how something blesses you, you are encouraged to do it. So first, let me just go back again and talk to you about what it means to serve him. Because sometimes our minds are fixed in a certain way. Amen? There are, you know how people say that, oh, this is a man of God. You say, that's a servant of God. But it will interest you to know that the Lord called a lot of people servants. A lot of people who were not priests, who were not um, what do you call them? They were not priests. They were not prophets. Am I talking to some people to, yeah. today? They were, not, they were not burning incense. What again? <laughs> they were not, you know, and yet God called them servants. I'll give you a few examples that might surprise you. This first example surprised me when I saw it because I had always automatically thought that the person was, even though there's no evidence of him preaching. Abraham, have you ever thought who Abraham is? Was he a priest? Was he a prophet? Was he a king? Even king he was not. No. And yet God spoke of him as Abraham, my servant. He was a businessman. Mm. Talking to some businessmen, you have been using your business as the reason why you cannot serve God. I won't say a lot today. I promise God I won't talk plenty. I won't talk plenty. But in Exodus chapter 32 and verse 13, he refers, God refers to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob as his servants. And all those guys, were, they were just businessmen. Abraham was a businessman. Yes, God called him from his house, his father's house in Genesis chapter 12. He says, leave your father's house. He left and he went roaming. He roam, roamed, 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 roam, roam, roam. went back to some of the places. And in, by Genesis chapter 13, God, please carry us there by genesis 13 the man was a rich man already 13 oh please flow with me i beg you i'm too tired for, to struggle genesis chapter 13 please ah, verse 2 and abraham was very rich in cattle in silver in gold he was a businessman he was not a, 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 a. isaac same Please, do you have, please turn to the scripture and show it to me. Because I've not seen in the scripture saying that Isaac was a priest. Was he not the one who was farming in the year of farming? When he was farming, is that not a businessman? You see, the way you are very some way people. The way that you are not answering me properly. No? Eh? Genesis 32, because he's pinching you, that's why you are doing that. I want to show you the gift that Jacob gave to his brother. His brother. He had a gift for his brother. I want to show you the gift gift is brother do we agree that the gift is according to your pocket yeah. ah I'm asking you a question I said a gift when you are going to give a gift is it not according to your pocket yeah. uh-huh so when you take a gift to somebody give them one banana is it not because that's what you have if you also take A box of com—what corn corn beef. Isn't it because it's what you have? So it's according to what we have. Look at the gift this man was sending to his brother and tell me whether he was a poor man or not. Genesis 32, I'm starting from verse 13. For you to see that in verse 13 it says it was a present for Esau, his brother. Let's look at the present. The present, I was very happy when I was reading it. 200 goats. (laughs) Uh, Wait, sorry. 200 she goats. Be it known unto you that we don't dash she goats. When we are dashing goats, it's male goats. The reason is because the she is the one who must goat. But the she's 200. Then 20 he goats. Because they will cross the 200 she goats, isn't it? Then 200 ewes. An ew is a female sheep. And 20 rams. So 200 females. To be crossed by 20 male. That's the sheep. It's not finished. Let's continue. Verse 15. 30 milk camels with their babies. Those are the cows 40, that word kind is cows. You, the small dairy, they told you to bring four cows. You couldn't do. <laughs> eh? Your in-laws said bring one goat up to now. When, <laughs> When we were pastors in the north, we used to say that, we used to say that, so, are they married or half married? Because maybe, like, they've asked them to bring four cows, and the guy cannot, so he has brought two. So the warrior has started. So is he married, is it half, or is it quarter marriage, or is it what? Here, 40 cows, and 10 bulls, that's the male, 20 she asses, those are donkeys, and tenfold is that the gift of a poor man or a rich man i want you to tell me today but god said that's my servant that's why i want to ask you today why you think that your teaching job is the reason why you cannot be god's servant that your business is the reason why you cannot be a servant i'm just i'm just wondering i'm just wondering you are a project coordinator, so you say that. <laughs> yeah. I heard some people say, I'm not facing you, I'm showing you something. Because me too, when I saw it, I was very surprised. That's why I went back to look and I said, but it's true, actually. We have not heard of these people preaching or doing anything. Another shocking example was Zerubbabel. Zerubbabel, the Bible says that. He was somebody who was building the house of God. That's what we know. But he was not a priest. He was an exile. He was an exile. And in Hebr- Haggai chapter 2 and verse 23, the Lord was he says, I will take thee, O Zerubbabel, my servant. Calls him his servant. Why am I going through all this? I just want to encourage you that no matter your station in life, you can do something for God. And what does it mean to serve God? It means to seek after his interests. It means to be of use to him. It means to contribute something. As so for what you contribute, that one day it's up to you. Or, or you don't get it. Hello, are you in the house? Yeah. In Rick Joyner's book, he talks about a homeless man who was sitting on a gold throne. I mean, a, a, a very high place in heaven. And the man asked, you know, he, this is somebody who had been, he had had visions of walking in heaven and the Lord was showing him a lot of things. So when he saw the man, they said, ah, what's he doing here? Because... This man, he remembered the guy, a homeless guy on his road, who never had a church, never preached, I know what he's doing. And the Lord told him that everything he was given, he used all. He used all. In fact, when he died, he died because he was—he gave his coat. He was trying to warm somebody who was cold in the winter. That's how he died. That he—he he gave so much that even what would have kept his life, he gave it. Are you there? All of us, we have something. We have something. Amen. your neighbor just do something to be useful to god yeah and how are we useful to god he is the one who says that in as much as you have done it to one of the least of these you have done it unto me amen oh i said amen. amen today i'm just sharing very shortly with you because time is gone but i want to take you to a scripture in malachi chapter 3 one of the reasons why I'm bargaining so hard for you to serve God is because of these two scriptures. Normally in the book of Malachi, when we say chapter 3, no, you say, oh God, they're going to talk about tithing. I'm not going to tithing at all. I'm going to verses 17 and 18. I want to show you something. They shall be mine, says the Lord of hosts, in that day when I make up my jewels, and I will spare them as a man spares his own son that serves him. Can you see it? So the serving, when you serve God, there are some things that he spares you because you are serving. Then he says, then shall you return and discern between the righteous and the wicked. In the Bible, when they say the wicked, they mean someone who's not born again, not given their life to the Lord. Between him, are you there? You shall descend between the righteous and the wicked. Between him that serves God and him that serves him not. In other words, God distinguishes between the two. And there are some things that come just because you serve God. Hallelujah. Are you you getting the message? Just because you serve God. Don't be so caught up in your own life and in your own world that you don't do anything that God will say you have done something for him. Hallelujah. Are you with me? When we look at the story of the prodigal son, you see two people. I want you to look at these two sons as two categories of people in the church. See the man. Remember, this is a story Jesus told us. So see the father as God. And see these two guys as a category of person with the Lord. Are you there? So they are all together. And one of them continues to just be with God continues to just do what God would have him do. And the other one decides that I am in charge of my life. I am going to do what I want. Which category do you belong to? Because depending on the category that you belong to, you will see this difference that we are talking about. So you will see that the one who went his own way, his going away is not the issue. The point is he's doing his own thing without regard to God that is the issue hey are you there you see every time about I preach about things like this I know that some people say that oh because he wants us to be here with you this church every year people finish school sometimes about 240 of them we have not tied anybody with rope. they go so that's not the point but the point is what would God have you to do that's that's the point that's the point is is where you are going is it going to serve his interests is it going to help? You remember, that's why I was laughing at the, 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 the film that they did. The guy realized that where did I put myself now? I can't do anything. I can't do anything. <laughs> Hallelujah. And so it was with the prodigal son. He had gotten himself into a place where he couldn't do anything for the Lord. Now, what was the result? What was the result? Because remember, in Malachi 8, he says he will make a difference, a distinction between those who serve him and those who serve him not. The first thing I want you to notice is that that young man lost his status. He was a son. Here he was now at the end of his, you see, because he had moved away from God and everything was now dependent on him, it didn't end well for him. So even though he returned, you see that he didn't have anything, his status had changed. His status had changed. Are you there? Verse 21. I have to show it to you because his father was being nice to him. But look at it Father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight, and I'm no more worthy to be called your son. He has lost status. So even though the father was kind to him in you know, order, he has lost status. Hey, are you there? He lost status. But he also lost a covering over his head. When he left, he moved out from under the cover. I am always a... a now let's go to verse 15. Let's, let's go to verse 15. You see how uh, he went to join himself to a citizen of the country who sent him into his fields to feed, to feed swine. And he would have filled his belly with the husk that the swine did eat. And no man gave to him. I believe it was here I was talking about the fact that even madmen, somebody gives to them. Mm -hmm. a madman that you may not want to bring into your house and yet, somebody gives to them they eat every day they eat every day, most of them have some celibate, they'll go and stand in the corner she'll put their food into something and then send it, yeah, by some child go and give it to him, if they walk around some of them, you see them in the morning, they're walking naked by afternoon they've got a shirt, a trousers or a cloth or something, but this guy who had gone away from what God wanted taken his life Nobody gave him anything. And there are many Christians like that. You are living your own life. And that's why it's so hard. Because nobody's bringing anything. The cover is not tied over your head. Are you there? Hmm. And he was hungry. Hunger is one of the, the differences. The outcomes. Are you with me? He was hungry. He was squabbling with pigs for food. I don't like the picture I get in my mind when I see that. Now, you will see that even when he came back, there was a difference in the prosperity levels that they had. Are you with me? Let's go to the what the brother, you know, verse 29. Look at that. You see, when the brother came back, at first the brother misrepresented, misinterpreted it. He said, I've been saying you are. You've not given me anything. You've not even given me a goat for me to go and be happy with my friends. Let's go to verse 31. Then he's, Then the father shares a secret with him and says, listen, you have been with me. Uh, everything that I have is for you. So this boy who's wearing purple coat, he's wearing slippers, <clears throat> he's wearing a ring, that's all he has. That one cry is borrowed. <laughs> are you there? That one cry is borrowed. So you can see that there is a difference. Now, sometimes God takes his time. And that's why for a while it looks as though those who are in his will and those who are out of his will are the same. But just give God time. Just give him time. Just give him time. And he will make a difference. Are you there? He will make a difference. And the difference will be those who, the things that you do, you do it with reference to him. It's even just respectful. How many of us, our parents are still alive? You are an adult, but just out of respect, you inform your father, I'll be traveling. It's just out of respect. He's no longer even in, in authority over you. But even just out of respect, you talk to him about what you are going to do. There's also some other people, I've taken my life. I've taken my life. And this afternoon, I just want to say, don't take your life. Yeah. Remember that you are under God. And remember that he's expecting something of you. I think we have talked about it, ah, proven it. Ah. And if I were you, I would like to be under him. And just wait and see what he will do. A few years to come, you compare and you, say, you see that he has placed you way above where you expected to be. Yeah. Does it mean we never cry? Oh, crying days will come and go. It's part of life. Hard days will come and go. But when you look at the sum total of it all, you will see the difference because God makes a difference between those who serve Him and those who don't. Just make sure you are in the right category. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. This afternoon, I want you to just talk to the Lord for a few minutes. If you are not in the right category, it's time for you to talk to Him and say, Lord. As I look at where I am, tell me what to do. Tell me how to manage it. What can I do? Because you cannot continue to do if something is not working right. If you are out of his covering, you can't just continue there. But you need his wisdom to know what to do. So just talk to him for a few minutes as we are closing. And say, Lord, I've come to you. Have mercy on me. I find myself in a place. Help me to be your servant. Help me to be your servant yes i'm a teacher but i want to be your servant i'm a businessman but i want to be your servant i'm a student but i want to be your servant and i'm an employee of the government but i want to be your servant talk to him we see people in all walks of life even david was not a priest he was a king he was not a priest god called him a servant somebody who wrote some of the sweetest words to god Talk to the Lord for a few minutes. I want to be your servant. Make up your mind that you're going to serve him. That God will have use of you. You'll be useful to him. May it never be said that you never did anything for the Lord. Talk to him for a few minutes as we close. Talk to him.
4: Lord, but I want to be your servant. I may be a government, I want to be your servant. Oh, my God, I want to be your servant. No matter what I do, Lord, I want to be your servant. I may be a teacher, Lord, but I want to be your servant. I may be a banker, Lord, but I want to be your servant. I may be a traitor, Lord, but I don't want to be your servant. Oh, yes, I offer myself to you, Lord. I offer myself to you, Lord use me also use me also i may not be a pastor i may not be a priest or oh lord but use me also
2: if you are here i want to invite you to receive jesus if you have not done so before you can be his servant you need to have given your life to him it is not something that happens by accident it's something that is deliberate Jesus said, that which is born of the spirit is spirit, that which is born of the flesh is flesh. You have already been born in the flesh, but are you born in the spirit? And if your answer is no, then I want to say to you that today is your day. How are you going to be born in the spirit? Romans chapter 10 verse 9 and 10 tells us that if you say that you believe in the Lord Jesus, then you need to confess him as your Lord and Savior. And that is what I want to invite you to do this afternoon. You are here. You have not given your life to Jesus. Then lift up your right hand. I want to just pray that prayer with you. You are here. You are saying that I'm not sure. I'm not sure of my state. I'm not sure of my situation. If you've lifted up your hand, just come to me. I want to pray with you. Just come. We're going to make this confession together. Just come. God bless you as you come. God bless you. Just come. Don't feel shy. Don't feel bad. Just come. We're going to pray together. Just come. Join us. We're going to pray together and say, I'm not so sure of my stuff. Just come. You want to give your life to Jesus. That's what you need to do before you start to think about being a servant of his or not. Give your life to him. If you're standing in front, I want you to pray this prayer. Make it your prayer. Pray this prayer after me. Those of you in the congregation, please help us. You want to say, dear Jesus, I come to you today as a sinner. Please wash me in your blood. Cleanse me from my sins. Please write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, from today, you are my savior and you are my lord i thank you for saving me in jesus name amen father i thank you for these ones who have received you as their lord and savior today please write their names in your book and may they always serve you in jesus name amen and amen
0: We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter at F-O-L-C-I-E-R-C. God richly bless you.